Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. And we are together with another friend, another dear friend of mine. And this person is a bit of a spiritual father. Uh, They've done so much investing in my life. Would you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes, sir. I'm Pastor Billy Knox. And it's good to be here today. And uh, as Brother Jacob said, we're dear friends. I pastor here at Community Baptist Church in Newport, North Carolina. And uh, if you're wondering where that is, if you're a military uh, related kind of guy, if you served or anything, we're just outside of Cherry Point Marine Corps Air Station in Havelock, North Carolina. So about five miles from the front gate. And um, if you're listening to us and you're in the military, uh, particularly if you're in the Marines, you may come by through here sometime. Hey, come by, check us out. We'd love to have you. Love you to be at home church while you're serving our country here or something. But it's great to be here today. Great to have Brother Jacob with us. And uh, actually, good to be with him. He's here today. But uh, looking forward to the daily dig today. So as we're looking, we've continued this study, and this has been a great time to be together. Uh, one of the things that I enjoy about Pastor Billy is, is that he has taught me the love for the Word of God. And as we're going through the text today, I just kind of want to take time to challenge each of us to lock in. As we are ta- taking time to hear from God, let's learn something, and each of us should make note in our life to not just be a, a hearer. This isn't just time to, to, to block off 10 minutes of our life, but rather to hear from God this morning. So in James chapter number two, verse number 10, it says this, it says, for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, do not commit adultery and all said also, do not kill. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do, and as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy. And mercy rejoices against judgment. Hey, I love this passage of Scripture, brother. Uh, James is very practical, uh, as we're going to talk about as we get into the text more. But you know, we come to this passage of Scripture, and some, some deep truths are really revealed to us here. He says in verse 10 about you know, keeping the whole law, yet offending in one point, he's guilty of all. You know, in our in scripture, the law is treated as a singular unit, not as individual laws. You would talk about like, for instance, the Ten Commandments. And we're to name one, two, three, four. But when God looks at the law, he looks at not Ten Commandments, but the law. And he makes the point, James makes the point, when you, if you break one, which is our mentality, you're really guilty of all because God doesn't look at it as, oh, well, you got six out of four, so you, you passed. It's it's one, and one is, you break one, you, you're guilty of all. So in this particular passage, what we're seeing, to be quite practical, is, is that the law is not necessarily outweighing my good with evil. I've done six versus four, so I'm good, I'm in the clear, but rather... The Bible has said to us, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none that doeth good, no, not one, because we've all broken at least one of them. Exactly. 
And, you know, I think our being human, we love to judge ourselves and judge others. So I think sometimes we come to the scripture like the Ten Commandments, and we want this clear-cut, you know, I can do it myself, so if I do six out of four, I'm good. But that's not the way God looks at it. God looks at it, well, no, you break one of those, you're guilty of all of them because the law points us to the fact, as you just mentioned, we're sinners. It's not a matter of how good or how bad you are. A sinner is a sinner. You've broken the law. In verse number 11 makes that clear for us. It, it does. Uh, he makes the, the point here is that you know, there's one law giver. That's God himself. So he's the one that gave us not only the ones listed here, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, but he gave us all of it. So when we violate one, we have actually trespassed against the one law giver. So that, that's the point he's making here. The illustration being, you know, you're guilty of all because there's one lawgiver, you violated his law. So you're guilty. So speak ye, verse number 12. So speak ye and so do as they that shall be judged by the law. So not only be mindful of your speech, but be mindful of your actions. Correct. Sometimes we we don't say something and we have a we have a unique way of we don't we don't speak our mind, but our actions reveal our heart. Yes. Uh many times we'll we'll like you're saying, we'll speak something, but our actions don't follow it. Or when we speak something, our actions reveal something different. You can say something with your mouth, but your face is saying something different. You communicate something different. And and really what we're trying to get at is is that as we're looking at one another and looking at ourselves, let's keep the eye on ourselves. Yes, as Matthew told us, you know, Jesus revealed to us, you know, about we would get in a minute there to judging. You know, there was another passage of scripture people love to go to about be judged not to be not judged. I take it out of the context, obviously. But there's this aspect of we have to judge ourselves. Take the take the beam out of your eye first, then to get the splinter out of your brother's eye. So the I love how verse number 12 reveals something to he says, So speak ye and so do that they that shall be judged by the law of the liber- law of liberty. Exactly. See, the measuring tool for us is not, am I better than Pastor Billy? Correct. Or am I better than so and so? You 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 put the name there. For those of you who are listening, maybe in your mind you you have people that you say, Well, at least I'm better than and you put them in the group. The measuring stick is not other believers because the Bible says those that compare themselves with themselves and with others, it clearly says they aren't wise. It's not wise. So we, we need to be mindful that the, the, the measuring stick is the word of God. Exactly. And that's the question we need to answer. You know, it mentions here, what are we going to be judged by? What's the standard? And it says the law of liberty. And the law of liberty is, as, probably, as you probably covered before, talks about in chapter one, it defines that it's it's the word of God, the law of liberty. So this is a great truth that we need to understand. We're all going to be judged, but God has given us the means by which you're going to be judged. You're going to be held accountable to this standard. If I know what the standard is, I have a much better uh, opportunity to do well. If I don't know what the standard is, I'm kind of left to oblivion, don't know what I'm doing. But God's been so gracious to us to say, hey, you're going to be judged. And this is the standard here. It's the word of God. I've given you everything you need to know. That's the perfect law of liberty. And 
you know, I have a question for you. Maybe you thought about it. Maybe some others out there thought about it. Why is it called the law of liberty? They seem to be, it's an oxymoron. We take the idea, like some today, freedom means I can do what I want to when I want to. That's not really freedom. Freedom and liberty is actually the freedom to do what is right. That's what liberty is. And when I think about the law of liberty here, I go back to the illustration used in chapter one by looking to the perfect law of liberty like a mirror. The law of liberty, I know what standard I'm going to be held accountable to. As I look at it, it reveals to me how I can be free from the sins that I'm seeing in the mirror. God has given me now the power to overcome those sins, to break those chains. And it reminds me of the the thought process with Philippians 4.13. Now, we know the context is not this, but by application, we can draw it, that I can do all things through Christ. Well, what was Paul saying there? Well, it, it was a different context, but by application, he's saying, whatever God is calling us to do, we can fulfill. So, friend, you are not called to sin. So God, as a, belie- as a believer, God has given you the power to live in liberty, not in license. Uh, we're, we're not going and saying, you know, there's two ditches on the side of the road. You can go legalism or you can go license and you can bounce back and forth between one and the other. But the reality of it, God has given us liberty to fulfill our calling to be all that Jesus Christ has called us to be. And as one person said, the Christian student who obeys only because the school has rules is not really maturing. And so, my friend, as we are thinking about today, we need to remember we are called to be children of God. So as you think about your day today, would you challenge yourself to say, is my behavior indicative of a child of God? Now, we, we see what verse number 13 says, and for sake of time, we won't be able to get there today. But we will come back to it and jump into the next passage because there's something great coming up and we're going to have another opportunity to dig in the word of God. Thank you for tuning in with us. Until the next time, God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on the Daily Dig. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.